Give the gift. The two men rode along silently, each with his own thoughts. Jack finally stopped writing in the journal, sat back in the seat, and let out a long, deep sigh. Got some good notes? asked Ted. The know-your-story idea really got me thinking, said Jack. I've started to see a clear pattern emerging about what I'm really drawn to doing the most. There's one big problem that has also appeared side-by-side side with every situation. Well, that can be a helpful observation, Ted added. If we keep having the same problem over and over, that's kind of a clue, don't you think? Yeah, in this case it's a clue to the perpetual problem for which there appears to be no real solution, said Jack. No solution, said Ted. You mean you've discovered the immovable object? It's not an object for me, it's people, Jack answered. Every time I draw the line you showed me, it runs smack dab into people who are standing right in the way. Tell me more, said Ted. What kind of people problems are you talking about? I've got relatives, partners, vendors, customers, and it just seems like I have to dance around them to get things done, and then I spend a lot more of my time figuring out how to get things done in spite of them than I actually do working on the business. Jack stopped and looked down at his notes. Why don't you try giving me an example, said Ted. Have you ever had a friend or relative or business associate who's high maintenance? I mean, ridiculously high maintenance? Asked Jack, looking out the window as vehicles and machines he'd only seen in old black and white photographs rolled by. I'm talking about the type of people who would put their own personal issues or agendas ahead of yours, but who would expect you to do just the opposite. Each time you make a move in life, they either feel insulted, neglected, or left out. I think I get where you're going with this, said Ted. I recently had lunch with a client who was describing this type of situation. Every time my client made any type of move in his life, he felt as if he had to worry about how it was going to affect his relationship with his friend. If he went out for a drink with someone else and didn't include this friend, he knew that that friend would hold it against him. Exactly what I'm talking about. What did he do? asked Jack. My suggestion for him was to give his friend the gift. The gift is essentially the truth. The hardcore truth. You learn the expression, the truth hurts. And it does in a lot of cases. The truth can also be the best cure for emotions and tensions that have been building, said Ted. Ted, there's no way I can come right out and tell most of these people the truth, said Jack. I mean, I'm dealing with egos and a lot of money. Some of those situations are loaded with dynamite. Like my family, my brother, my father. These require a lot of finesse. I know what you mean. It can be hard to confront or disappoint our own family. I learned to give the gift many years ago when I experienced an incident with my father that had me very uncomfortable. For a long time, I had something on my mind I wanted to tell my father. Rather than come clean, I allowed it to eat away at me. Ted suddenly jerked the wheel, and the truck veered off the pavement to avoid a blue Studebaker that had decided to hit the brakes right in front of him. People! Ted shouted and then laughed. All this would be so easy if it weren't for employees and customers and people! Jack joined in, and they both had a good laugh. 
After Ted got the truck back on the road, he continued, Week after week, I keep taking this problem to other people and to my own mentor and coach. Each time, I kept looking for some way to work around my dad. But nothing was working, and I was driving everyone crazy, including myself. Oh, I've got a doozy of a problem with my own father right now, said Jack. He started this one business, then he got sick, and my brother and I had to step in. We saved his rear end, and we were glad to do it, don't get me wrong, but now he wants to sit on the sidelines and criticize and control everything. It's become a huge roadblock and an annoyance. Jack asked, What did you do with your dad? My mentor suggested I give him the gift. The next day I sat with my father and told him what had been bugging me. I'd be lying to say it was easy, but once I got started it just all rolled out at once. The result was surprising, said Ted. He started treating me with a sort of newfound respect. I mean, he pushed back on me for sure, and that's fine. He had his own opinion and experience. What was really great, though, is that we began a man-to-man discussion about reality And with the misunderstanding cleared up, we were actually able to forge a workable solution that he would support. Ted continued, It was a little rocky for a while, but in truth, the way forward was actually less stressful than it was to walk around on eggshells and try not to say a bunch of sarcastic stuff, hoping he'd figure it out. Did you find a solution? Did you work it out? asked Jack. Yes. We settled our differences in the weeks ahead, and it wasn't long before the whole thing was forgotten, said Ted. Interesting, said Jack. I once read of a study where people were asked if they had something in their nose. They would want the other person to tell them, and how 100% of the people said, yes, they would want to know, and they would want the person across from them to tell them straight out. Well, that seems obvious, said Ted, brushing his nose involuntarily. Exactly. But the curious thing is, they later asked the same people what they would do if they were sitting across the table from someone with something in their nose. They all went to these ridiculous antics of brushing their nose, tapping with a finger, or a napkin, or even staring at it so the other person would figure out without them having to say directly. Oh, that's human nature for you, right? said Ted. Yes, that's it, human nature, agreed Jack. We all want the truth as clearly and as fast as we can get it, but we're conversely reluctant to tell anyone something we think that they don't want to hear. Jack, my friend, I love that story, and I'm officially stealing it to tell to my coaching clients when I tell them to give the gift, the nosy study. Both men laughed easily. After some time passed, Ted spoke again. Giving the gift is a lot like releasing the brakes. When you look down at your plans and strategies and tell me that there's a person standing in the way, that's almost always a clear sign that you're not telling them the truth, said Ted. And no matter how much we want to think we're noble or clever for not wanting to hurt someone else's feelings, we're getting harmed just as much as they are. Take another look at one of your plans there, and when you come to the person standing in the way, think exactly what they need to know, nothing more and nothing less. Then, imagine the best case and the worst case scenario for how things might proceed if you gave them the critical information. Jack looked down at his notes. Right here, he tapped the journal with his pencil. 
This one right here. If I told my problem person the truth, that would make all of this tap dancing and alternate planning unnecessary. Great, said Ted. Get to it, then. Wow, said Jack. This would change everything. 